Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. And today we are going to talk about the legendary women of Brainerd Public Schools. And we have the uh, committee chair and a committee member that uh, do the choosing of these uh, legendary women. Joey Halverson and Lisa Salo join us right now. Ladies, welcome back to Community Focus. Good to be here. Yeah, thank you. We're excited to share about our our legendary women. Yeah, well, we had you here last year, and we were just amazed at some of the accomplishments and uh, just some of the choices uh, that you made as far as these uh, incredible women. And this is so appropriate appropriate in uh, Women's History Month that we talk about these uh, extremely uh, accomplished women that are graduates of the Brainerd School System. Right. Yeah. And this is our third year. And, you know, it's an initiative through Brainerd Public Schools archives. And so, you know, we take that opportunity in March. I mean, every day we can celebrate the accomplishments of women around us and and the empowerment that um, we provide each other. And but it's it's cool to have the month of March to be able to be a little bit more formal and organized in that recognition. And so that's why we, we put out this honor in March and we have nine exceptional women which will share their stories or give you a little bit a little bit a tidbit about um the nine women and um yeah and what they've done and how they inspire others and and remind us about the process did you solicit uh, nominees from the nominations from the public at large anyone at any time can nominate a woman so yes they would go through our um, Brainerd Public Schools volunteer archivist, John Erickson is his name. Anyone can send him a woman's name and in, whatever information they have about that particular woman to nominate. Um, so we do have a running list of nominations and uh, we have information about these women and we gather more as we can. And then it's from that that we then do a deeper discussion and take a look at who we will honor in, in that particular year. So but if you don't know John Erickson, you can go to <clears throat> any one of us too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, very good. You wouldn't have to just go to John. Right. Um, but he does all the collecting of the information, but yeah, any one of us. John Erickson is our honorary woman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've had John on the show a yes. few years ago and uh, it was fascinating <laughs> to talk about what he's doing too, as archivist for the Brainerd public right. schools. It's just amazing. Um, I, I, it must be tough deciding who to honor each year. Cause there, there are so many accomplished graduates, isn't there? Oh, no doubt. You know, and, and again, there, there's a range, you know, we look across decades. We don't want to just like isolate a couple decades and, and maybe just focus on women in that, de- those particular decades. So we look across decades. Uh, we also, you know, it's just those varied accomplishments, the unique, um, extraordinary, um, empowering stories, you know, just common stories, but, but these women have really been resilient and gritty and, strong leaders, strong work ethic, very humble, you know, those kinds of stories that we look for that have empowered people of all ages not, and women and men. In particular, you know, this honor, we like to to have young women and little girls kind of listen to these stories or have their parents share what they heard on the radio, perhaps today, about, man, I heard about this woman today and and this is really a cool, yeah. cool thing, you know, and it's empowering those young women and little girls. 
in our community, as well as uh, young men and, and little boys to yeah. be supportive of those female endeavors. And I think it's also a source of pride for anyone yes. who went to Brainerd schools. Absolutely. We have a lot of, um, you know, the women and the foundation they got here in, in, in school when they were went through the school system and then how they carried that forward. So many reflect on what they, the activities they've done and things that empowered them here in high school, but then how they took that and moved forward. So, so they had to have graduated from Brainerd High School is what you're saying on this. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, I'm anxious to hear about uh, this year's uh, nominees for legendary women, or I, I should say honorees, I guess, for the legendary women of Brainerd Public Schools. Let's talk about these wonderful ladies. Well, the first one on the schedule is Amy Ward Aho, who graduated in 1993. She was a fast pitch softball player. Lisa's not happy because she wasn't a tennis player. <laughs> But she was, and she coached softball. She was a fellow in the U of M Hubert Humphrey School of Public Affairs. Wow. Her roommate was Elon Omar. I'm just giving you some little spicy tidbits here. And uh, she has worked with the school uh, system for years as both as a, as a teacher. She's in SLP. Speech language pathology is her area. Oh, wow. Everybody loves Amy. And I'm just going to move on to basically her, because I realize the time here. Her quotation is a, my favorite Paul Wellstone quotation, which is, we all do better when we all do better. Yes, I love it. Okay, I'm going to quickly talk about um, another honoree we have. She's a 1970 graduate. Her name is Donna Winkleman Bjorkland Whalen. And we're honoring Donna um, posthumously as she passed away in December of 2020. Yes. Um, Donna's life was in education and leadership and supporting young people and their families. And she began her career teaching, was a special education teacher, dean of students, assistant principal, finished her career, uh, Washington Middle School as the principal, and then at Forest View Middle School. And that's my connection with her as I uh, worked there. And one thing she was very proud of, of breaking the gender barrier in public school education administration. Really? Um, yeah. So, which is uh, powerful. Her quote is, don't let anyone tell you what you can't do in life. Very and nice. That's her, her original quote. Yeah. I start writing these down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because I'm doing Jill Carlson, and you're going to love her quote when I get to it, but... <laughs> I, I have known Jill since she was a little kid in the neighborhood over in North Brainerd. And she is still a friend of mine and is the president of the Crossing Arts Board. And she is creative, diligent, and everything she does in her life has been involved in how can women come out better? How What can we do to help? She right now is vice president of training and community relations for Mid-Minnesota Federal Credit Union. By the way, she graduated in 1993. Mm -hmm. Very active, you know, when she was in high school. She's also, I mean, her list of stuff is too long, but Rotary, Sartoma, all these things that she's done, Brainerd Women Fund. So I'm going to move on to her quote. Her quotation is, be the kind of woman when your feet hit the floor each morning, the devil says, oh, crap, she's up. 
I love it. That's great. <laughs> I hadn't heard that one before. The next woman I'll talk about is Pamela Siegel Thompson, and she graduated in 1978. Um, Pamela is an accountant, college instructor, business executive, foundation director, and business consultant. Um, she's immersed herself in so in many professional community organizations and held leadership positions. There's just a list of community organizations she's been involved in. Brainerd Lakes Area, Women's Fund, CLC Foundation, Brainerd Public Schools Foundation Board, Crossing Arms Alliance Board. But it's interesting, she's always been and continues to be an advocate for others and organizations that support and empower women and our community. She's involved in CLC College as an instructor, consultant director, has her own training and consulting business. And a unique piece is uh, her family. She and her family are involved in stock car racing. Two oh. generations of stock car racing. Sweet. Yeah. Her quote is, if you don't have the time to do it right the first time, when will you have the time to do it over? And that's from her grandfather, Preston Cahey. He was a significant influence to her in how his service, his life of service to others and volunteerism was so powerful. And she witnessed that as a young girl. Um, So, yeah, powerful um, influence for her. And she's now influencing and empowering others, particular women. Okay, so now we're moving on to Catherine Nolan Benson. That's Rick Nolan's daughter. Catherine graduated in 1992, and at age 40, she developed stage 4 lung cancer. Oh, my. She died in September 15th, 2020, Mm. just last year. She was supposed to, you know, usually with a diagnosis like that, your chances of living more than five years is less than 5%. She lived almost seven years later, and she died at 46 years old. And that whole time, she worked for the betterment of lung cancer research. Oh, bless her for that. She, was, she did speaking. She did writing. She was tremendously involved with trying to get people to be aware that that's one of the most prevalent cancers, and yet that's, it wasn't being paid attention to. Hmm. She did pay attention. She was, and she was public about her condition through the whole time. And so was her dad, Rick. I would read things on Facebook as he would report Mm -hmm. as to how Catherine's doing and what she's doing. Her obituary part of which she wrote herself, I'm going to read this. When I was diagnosed, I would never have imagined how full my life was with so much love and support from so many wonderful people. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. And remember, whenever you feel down, you are never alone. Hmm. I am still here and giving you my big hugs. And the quote that's under her name was actually said by President Biden about her because she met him. He said, Catherine was a remarkable woman and leader. And in so many ways, she made everyone in her presence feel special. Wow. Catherine Nolan. That's a touching one. All right, our next woman that we're honoring is Linda Olson Engel. She's class of 1966, and she had a, a long career as a speech-language pathologist, um, as Amy ward is currently in her career, and, and I'm connected to both of these two women by me being a speech path as well. She's a published author and, and has done speaking. Um, she's, Linda's always immersed herself in a form of communication, 
Um, in high school, she was active in many groups, um, particularly governmental procedures, public speaking, theater, and writing for the school paper. And that was pre-Title IX. She's very athletic and liked um, sports too, but didn't have that opportunity pre-Title IX. Oh, wow. And um, she continues to write um, and, and speak as well. And Linda's quote is, I've learned that people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. Oh, yep. That's a Maya, Maya Angelou. Angelou yep. <laughs> Yeah, which Classic. is powerful to Linda. Absolutely. Well, let's move on to somebody that the whole community has been dressed by at one time or another almost, it's, which is Ruthie Henderson Geminder. <laughs> yes. Yay. I mean, if you've ever wanted to look better than you've ever looked, <laughs> you're going to wear an original Ruthie. And Ruthie is what her name is. And, and she was, the interesting thing is, she was president of the Latin Club when she was in high school. Oh my. How many of you can say that? Not, not many. I took two years of Latin, but I was <laughs> well, not the president I. of the club. So well, I took two years too, but I didn't get elected. <laughs> <laughs> she then went to the University of Minnesota and graduated in three years with a BS in dietetics and a minor in chemistry. Now, she has worked all over the place and then to finally end up at owning the Gull Lake Resort for 35 years. And during that time that she's been in our community, she's been a member of the Crowing County Child Protection Team, Community Action Board member, St. Joseph's Home Care Ethics Board, Outstanding WIC Director, Sertoma Service to Mankind Award, one of Minnesota's 10 Young Outstanding Citizens, Family Service Collaborative Board. Now there's another 10, but you're going to have to see our video to, to figure out what those are because okay. it just goes on and on. But she, as you may or may not know, Ruthie makes costumes. Yes. And elaborate. Amazing. Elaborate. I mean, beyond anything you could imagine, Hollywood. Yeah. Hollywood yeah. type costumes. And people dress up in them to for fundraisers. Sale of these costumes has raised over two hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars for the nonprofits that she's been involved in. What? Wow. Yeah, That's I didn't fantastic. know that. Oh, goosebumps! Good for her. That's awesome. Yeah. It's just it goes on and on. So um, to get to the end here, besides Ruthie having the best lipstick and the biggest <laughs> smile, <laughs> so true. Um, her quotation is: "Education is the greatest gift we can give our children." And education is a lifelong learning process. Amen to that one, too. Amen. All right. Our next woman is Bernice Bunny. She went by Leckband Humphrey Oslin. And she graduated in 1947. Oh We're honoring her posthumously as well. She's a professional artist. And with Bunny's background, she had no formal training. Um, she... Uh, painted, um, especially with oils, and some dabbled in some watercolors. But a lot of her oil painting was done with a painting knife, not with a brush. And a unique little piece here is that she sometimes painted with her fingers as well. Wow. One of her paintings was chosen in the late 1970s for the prestigious Northwestern Bell Telephone Company regional calendar, uh, which is awesome. Uh, she became a leading painter in Minnesota. Her style was considered uh, contemporary impressionist. 
a lot of her paintings, they're actually across the United States and the world and Europe, South Africa, Australia. Um, and her originals have numbered in the thousands. I'm going to read just part of, she was uh, at a local gallery um, about 35 years ago. She was quoted, I'm just going to read the first sentence of her quote. Painting is a way of life. And with this life comes an excitement and joy with the repeated discovery of the beauty and the everyday taken for granted things. Wow. And yeah, and her daughter, um, Mary Cochin, picked a quote for her and said, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Mm -hmm. Very true. Mm -hmm. And then uh, is this the last one now, Lisa? Yep. You're on the last one, Joey. Christy Martinson Ferguson, class of 1967. She was active in high school in the band, the student newspaper, as sports editor, foreign student committee, German club, girls' athletic association. She was an extraordinary athlete whose skills were never fully recognized because of the gender biases of the time and no Title IX again. Later in life, she helped her sons with soccer, play soccer. She's now a really good golfer. Lisa's just disappointed that she doesn't play tennis. Again. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, well, in high school, she also taught swimming lessons to children with special needs at the Y. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, which is interesting, so she'd walk back and forth from the Y to the high school like you had to do, and there was no time to dry her hair, so she'd walk those two blacks with frozen hair, get back to her next class teaching geometry with her with hair dripping water all the way down her back. and. Oh. It made the students pay much better attention to her. <laughs> she graduated from Concordia College, then the University of Michigan with a master's in social work, and then uh, from, the, from Michigan in medical school education, and then began a long career at the University of Iowa as a research scientist, director office of consultation, research in medical education, on and on and on. She wow. produced a video about a healthcare worker who contracted HIV from a non-needle exposure as a training tool, oh, wow. distributed to hundreds of institutions. Her University of Iowa Medical School created a master's in medical education program, enabling 41 students to graduate with advanced skills in teaching, learning, and assessment over the 10 years. She's written and self-published a memoir recounting experiences over the many years that she and her undergraduate friends have traveled together as a group, and she is the author of too many professional articles and journals. Wow. Wow. So teaching has carried throughout her personal life, and therefore her quotation is, the capacity to learn is a gift. The ability to learn is a skill. The willingness to learn is a choice. Wow. Mm, very powerful. That is. Yeah. Those well, are all good. Go. They were all great. Where can we find out more about the exhibit, uh, and and how how long is it available to see? Well, this year it'll be unique. Um, the pandemic has challenged everybody in so many ways, as we know. So we our ceremony is going to be virtual this year, and it's going to be um, already completed. So it's not going to be a live virtual event. Um, but what we've enlisted the support of uh, professional services of Dan Hegstead. And he's putting together a video of the women. It'll have a bunch of pictures and uh, it'll be very powerful and moving. We'll go through the bios of the women and share. Yeah. And that'll be pushed out in early April. We're just getting it all put together right now. And that'll be on um, a link via the Brainerd School District website. 
Okay. Excellent. And then also we'll push it out at least the link or how to get to the link on uh, the Facebook page, Brainerd Public Schools Archives Facebook page. And right now the women, the nine women are on that archives page on Facebook. So you can see their pictures oh, cool. and just have their title by in the grad year. But yeah, we'll push that video out. It's going to be powerful. And I think that's what we'll end up doing probably every year now. We do anticipate and we will um, hopefully be in person in 2022. And so we will invite these women, the families, to come in and be a part of that ceremony as well. So they get that in-person opportunity in nice. 2022. Excellent. Very good. Well, this has been very enlightening, and uh, we truly appreciate you being here to talk about that. Please let us know when it goes up officially on the website for the school district, okay? We will do that. All right. Thank you. Thanks for having us. You are very welcome. Thank you so much for your hard work, and congrats to all these wonderful women. That is just amazing. Our guests, Joey Halverson and Lisa Salo, both on the committee to, uh, that uh, put together the legendary women of Brainerd Public Schools. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget our Community Focus programs are available on our website, 1067wjjy.com. You can also hear it through our free downloadable app, powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.